Welcome back to another episode of Rooftop Perspectives. I am your host, Lance Skurve. I woke up late today because I was working on a lot of the, how could I put it, post-production. That's what they usually call it, but I'm a little guy, so it's not like I have this big operation, but most people don't understand that when I do a show, afterward, there's so much to do to distribute it to the different podcast platforms because it's not only YouTube that has the stuff on it. So even if it's a show where you can see our face or we're in the street, the audio is what I take and I put it across so many podcasting platforms all over the world and we have fans that listen to it via that particular platform. Not everybody stays on YouTube because there's a lot of juicy things out there that you can hear and listen to that are edifying, right? That being said, I think I was running away like a vampire from the sun. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh, it's 5.30. The sun's going to be out in a few minutes. Because here in Accra, Ghana, it's always the same. The time never changes. And I like that because my body regulates off of it. I can sense it. And I can look at the sun and tell what time it is before even looking at the clock. But shows like we did this week, and I want to give a big shout-out to Master Glam, uh to Linda Petty, and of course, Sister Miko, and much love to Tracy Harris, and all the people in the chat room, Sister Oyala, I mean, too many names to list. Dion White, you've been enjoying the shows, and I'm going to keep it that way. Already, I'm going to formulate the show for Monday with the title, Everything Complete, so we'll know what to dig into. Just let me know, everyone, what you'd like to see, the type of content, the type of discussions that we can have on our weekly shows 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and as I've learned when the show is good you don't stop it you let it keep rolling of course we have call-ins okay and it's always going to be that way I mean I'm going to put down the initial kind of tone and after that whoever wants to join in can join in right I have other things hooked up but right now the call-in number is 407-590-0755 or whatever platform I'm connected to you on that can call as long as you can get through to my phone you can get piped in to the show and i'm gonna do with multiple people but i have to set up call links to that so i'm gonna experiment with that and other things this weekend but i'm really in a laid-back mood i feel good but i have some questions in my deepest meditations you know this world as it is can hurt me it doesn't hurt me, but what I mean is that when I think about what has happened to us as a people, how we treat each other, how relationships have turned out, how things have degraded, how things can start out a certain way and end up into something so completely different, I can understand why people, for the most part, just want to be by themselves. They just want to be by themselves and not have to deal with the drama. And that's the best way. I know many women who are out there, and men, who, they're like, we don't want to be bothered with dating. We're not looking. We've made it where we're happy being by ourselves. And while that, with these conditions the way they are in the world, that's a good thing. Because you're protecting yourself. You're putting yourself first, as you should. If nobody else wants to love you, you need to love yourself. If nobody wants to preserve you, you need to do it for yourself. You need to do it for yourself anyway. But it shouldn't have to be that way. It shouldn't have to be where 
it's a battle. It shouldn't have to be where it's a combat zone, relationships today. And for those who don't want to be bothered with that, kudos to you because I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. If the other option is to be in something where you're constantly being nagged, constantly being put down, constantly being emasculated as a man or put down to seem as though you have no worth as a woman. These words I share today go on both sides. It's not that I'm a man speaking about relationships and accusing women or I'm defending just women, but there are women out here I have to defend. And um, I understand what the good women go through out here in the world. So this is not any bashing ceremony like most people do. This is a unisex, one-size-fits-all situation for men and women. But I question this world and the pain that it brings out has been artificially artificially manipulated in a way to turn us against each other. And to whose delight is that? And I've said this across the board no matter what I'm speaking about. There is an entity out here. There is a force. There is a power. I'm not giving it power, but I'm saying there is a power out here that if you're not prepared, it will overtake your life and have you hating all things natural the man who loves his woman the woman who loves her man the man who wants to provide for his woman the woman who wants to keep a nice home and a good meal and I'm not saying this to be sexist as many people would say a chauvinistic that why does it have to be where the woman has to be at home doing the you know listen in the last 50 or 60 years Let's just say 60, right? This is what now? 2023, going back, and I should know because I keep telling you I'm 60 years old in April. Back to 1963, most of the homes in the black community, the, the two people, the couple, they were married. We had full families. We worked together. That is what I was raised up and brought up in. And many who may not even had it back then which was in the minority, they understood the role of the man and the woman because that was the majority in their community. That was a majority in their neighborhood. And we didn't feel like we were lacking. When I say we, I don't mean me because I had both my parents, but those who didn't have a father around didn't really feel as though they were lacking because there were so many righteous, upright men who filled in the gaps that you didn't really notice the difference except that maybe you wanted a daddy of your own. I was very much aware of that, even as a young child. My father, not to negate my mother, I'm just saying in this case, when your man is out of the home, my father extended himself above and beyond to give that fatherly energy to those who may have come to visit me as friends who didn't have a father. We looked out for each other. The peanut butter was spread all over the bread, not just in the middle. The jelly was spread all over the bread, not just in the middle. You know when you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that you don't just take a spoonful and dollop that bad boy in the middle and now you're eating dry bread and then you get into a big goop scoop of jelly and peanut butter. No, you spread it around. So what happened to us spreading the love around? What happened to us knowing our place and knowing our role as a man and a woman? What is wrong with that? We had more order in the world now back at that time. Yes, people cheated on each other. Yes, we had homosexuals. 
gay men, we had lesbians who were in relationships on the down. We had everything that we have today except that it was severely reduced to the point of being not even a concern because certain people did things and you know what? Even still, they respected the traditional roles and fulfilled those roles before they went off as an adult and indulged into the things they wanted to indulge in. No problem with that. We had a hierarchy that we all honored. But today with social media, this thing called the modern woman, I'm not blaming now, these guys who want to leave and go to another country to find the traditional, and they still pit us against each other with that. And we still react. I'm quite sure if many of the men in America, let's just say America because this is a worldwide thing, and they have it in the UK too, so a woman who was willing to build, you can have a career, but you are a woman. It doesn't mean you're less, it doesn't mean you're more, but you're very important. And that role of a woman has been abandoned for this uh, engineered, artificial, plastic, forced mentality, which has taken hold so greatly over the world because of the pain of maybe being in a bad relationship, being taken advantage of, being hurt, so I'm gonna focus on my career. Listen, let me tell you something. I know women who are like that, and they know that I'm not that kind of guy. And they tell me, Lance, I'm not into men. They're not lesbians, but they're just, I'm not into it, I'm done. They got to a certain age and they're through. But they say, you know what, Lance? If I met somebody like you, I wouldn't be that way. I've had two or three women tell me that. And that's a hell of a compliment, although I'm not perfect. But I understand what they mean. If they met somebody who was sensitive, who worked hard, was willing to provide, who tried to keep themselves up, checked off all the box in most of the categories while still having something to work on, they would be willing to not had that mentality, which shows me deep down that they yearn for that traditional good old-fashioned love that we used to have. Some still have it. It's not like it's non-existent, but the atmosphere is thin with that example. And the children these days grow up seeing these dysfunctional, disconnected, toxic, unhealthy mentalities toward each other as men and women. And men have settled for being emotionally disconnected, yet they'll open up their wallet to pay for the physical exchange of fluids and bodily friction with nothing else anymore. Let me tell you something. That's the way I see it. Lust is a trigger. Love is where you want to go. Love is an action word. So you are loving your mate. This goes for both sexes. And please don't come in here and say that I'm bashing somebody or I'm talking against anybody. I'm being very sensitive right now and open because I want answers too and I want to see the world get better. But the bottom line is we're not going to be happy in these untraditional or non-traditional roles because many of our worlds coming up and our situations at home have been toxic. That's what we know is reality. 
And a lot of us say we're not going to go through what our fathers or what our mothers went through as we observe them arguing and having differences and seeing what one did to the other and one drops dead and they never realized happiness in their life. They thought they would get it. So I understand when we have men and women who say they don't want to be bothered by their upbringing. And that's a propensity to see what's going on now and say, you know what? I don't want to be bothered with what's going on now. Many of the women will say, well, listen, if you want sex for me, you got to do something for me to help me. And that means something on a monetary level. And they don't want to do that. They're hurt. They want the full man. And many men will say, you know what? I can't be bothered with these women who don't know what they want. They just want money out of you. So it's a game of let me get out of you what I want before I give you what you say you need. So the game is about, for most men, pump and dump. I hate to say it that way, but that's just the way it is. And if you don't know what that means, it means pump, intercourse, and dump some baby seed. Maybe with a condom, maybe somehow. And they don't mean to get the woman pregnant, those who think that way. They just want the fun and they want to go. But even then, you're holding back. Let's talk like adults now. When was the last time you had an orgasm with somebody and you really told them that you loved them? You really opened up. And some people say, you know what? That's just sex. Love is something else. Well, tell me if I'm wrong. We know how we feel and there's a whole wide range of people who are going into different directions or how they feel. They say sex is one thing, love is another. We all have maybe possibly, if we have a body count that may be a little more than what we thought and been burned and hurt, but how many of you really feel that way? That sex and lust, and I mean, I mean righteous lust, right? Not just you're lusting after everything because that by itself is like a bull in a china shop. You're going to create a lot of situations, make a lot of babies that you didn't plan on, break a lot of hearts and twist yourself up more with unnecessary toxic soul ties. So that doesn't make any sense. But how many people out here really, really feel that sex and love are two separate things? Because the more I live life, is the more I see that it's one and the same. You should not have one without the other. Now you can love someone and don't have to sex them. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about when you're with a person, that's someone. Whether you say that they're the one for you or this is the perfect person for you but if you're dealing with them on a regular on a sexual level how in the hell are you gonna catch feelings keep feelings out of it because the very act you're opening up how are you gonna eat the ice cream but reject the flavor how are you gonna see a nice meal and say you know what I don't want it I can get the same carbohydrates protein essential fats water, mineral, and vitamins out of just one of those dehydrated uh, military meals. You want to enjoy the meal. You see it. Your mouth waters for it. You sit down at the table that's well made. There are others possibly around you who are going to indulge in good, good discussion and you know you're going to have a really great time and a, with a really great meal, with a really great discussion. And afterward, you might go to a nightclub. You might go to a play. You might just go on home. But these indulgences and the feelings that come along with it, it's something natural that we are denying ourselves. And I'm not just talking about the food, because we can eat food to replace the lack of love that we're having. And now we look frustrated when we put on so much weight and risk our health.
But how many people really feel it's separate? And how many people feel that in a perfect world, in a perfect situation, that it's, that it's something that works together? What do you have an orgasm and say, well, I'm enjoy enjoying the orgasm, but I'm not going to fall in love with you. I'm just doing this for the physical sensation, but we're not going to get into anything. Or, and it's not about just an orgasm. I'm talking about intimacy. I'm just it, making it, amplifying the scenario to prove the point. You know, for, if you've been here any sizable time with me, you know that, you know how I talk, you know, like it was funny. Um, when Master Glam said I was a man of God and I told her not that I don't like that term I'm not putting myself out there like that but I'm a man of God if I am a man of God I'm a man of God who tells dirty jokes I'm very much rooted in the raw and the real and I can let me just turn this camera around a little bit I don't want the sun to cast a reflection on the tripod which will put a lie right through my face but how many of you really think that and how many of you really get into things with somebody on a physical level and that's how you hold yourself because you know what when you do that you create an imbalance an emotional imbalance because you want to be loved sincerely you want to have someone who commits to you sincerely and here you are feeling these intense sensations that to me you can't help but hold back and if you do you create that imbalance because the need to be loved increases when you hold back that element of the union. That's masturbation. I mean, because when you masturbate by yourself, you don't say when you're doing it, oh, oh, I love you. There's nobody to say I love you too. And actually follow through with loving someone. Because you know sometimes when you're in your adolescence, early 20s, young teens, whatever it may be, the first time that thing hits your brain and you feel it, nine times out of ten, if you don't say it, you're quick to say, oh, I love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's crazy. I remember when I was younger, I already had some experiences. I'm going to keep this for general audiences or a little parental guidance, but I remember this particular young lady who I thought was very attractive and she was hot you know and she performed an act and the whole scenario for me with the way she looked because I was young you look sway you when you're younger and she treated me nice and she did that what was the first thing out of my mouth as I approached that high point oh I love you <laughs> that to me shows that how unguarded we are before we get or become so complicated when we learn the rules of the game of life. Well, who say the rules are something we should really adhere to? You know what I mean? And so now many of us are walking around in a state of imbalance because we held back in something that we should have opened up for. Now, when you go down that route, it doesn't mean you have to open up with everybody. But what happened to holding back the need for that physical and really finding someone who is worthy of more than just a physical release? You see? But now we move into these older ages on a chronological sense. 
And so many of us have catched scars, have memories, have damages done to us that are so far down the pike that we need years of therapy to come out of. And many of us will not admit that, we'll point fingers when we get back into the past of our, our past experiences, we, we go on like a broken record. When we tell the story, we tell the story to a therapist or to a close friend who wants to help us, we tell it the way we want to tell it to make us look good. But we don't really break down what's inside of us that's keeping us back from being open because we have too much residue from the past, too many scars and too much memories of things that could have been avoided, but I can't knock you for that because when we're in those moments, when we make those crucial decisions, well, guess what? We didn't know. We didn't have the wisdom that we have now that could have helped us to avoid the situation, but we didn't see red flags because we didn't know. Now you can see red flags because you've been through it. In a way, we can say that's unfair, but we have to learn for ourselves. And so now we find ourselves, if we're not with someone who we truly love, who we can have a full range relationship. Because also, too, we have people who are involved in pairings and the relationship is not full range. It only goes or operates up to a certain point. It's like purchasing a certified used vehicle. When I say certified, many people don't know that. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's not as popular. But I know in America, they sell used Toyotas. Toyota will sell used Toyotas. And they'll have a 50.47.39. I forgot what the number is. When they sell the used vehicles, they're guaranteeing you that this vehicle is pretty much impeccable in contrast to the years that it has been in operation. And they guarantee you a limited uh, warranty because they're going to back that up because they did this 47 point, 50 point, 60 point check on every aspect of the vehicle to see that it's working damn near perfect. It's not going to be the same warranty that they would give if it's a new vehicle. But they'll give you two or three years, maybe, I don't know, maybe one year. And you'll pay knowing that you're covered with the warranty. Now, we're not vehicles. We're not cars, trucks, SUVs, buses, pickup trucks, whatever it may be. We're people. And when we get involved in something, we pretty much have to ascertain that we're operating it from a place of trust. We pretty much have to be transparent with each other. And many of us go into that mode of showing and sharing our representative, yet not, I'm going to put this light on because the sun is going down. It's not necessary to see it now. But as the sun eases on down and I, okay, wait a second. Wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I guess I don't have light here. I guess I didn't charge it up. So I hate to limit it, but I got a little more time. Maybe this is the creator's way of saying, listen, you ain't staying up there long like you intended to stay. And I'm, not, I'm probably going to talk for another 10 minutes or so. But I wanted to be this. I wanted this to be a, a conversation of stimulating you to think. And let's have a discussion and maybe a show. Maybe we should have this on a live show maybe this will be the show that we have on Monday I want us to talk about feelings, emotions because we are made to be social beings, we are made to be 
there for each other. It doesn't always mean sex. Because I've known some women in my life that have been so supportive, so loving, that sex wasn't even in the equation and neither one of us thought about it, but they were there for me. And to enjoy the energy of both sides, meaning that the woman enjoyed a man, the man enjoyed a woman. It is such a feeling, and that's what we had in our communities. It didn't cross over into anything else, and sometimes it did. Like I said, everything that's happening now that's blasted on Instagram, as far as the decadence, that was something that was hush-hush, and I believe was something that was in the minor, greatly, right? But now, it's on fire, it's full throttle. And we forgot that we are made for each other. We have MGTOW, men going their own way. Where are you going? Where are you going? I understand when you say men going their own way and they didn't finish the whole abbreviation. This thing called modern woman, this Frankenstein morphed, created monster of what a woman is and what many women are embracing. And I understand why a lot of women are like that. But you're never going to be happy without a real man. Men, you're never going to be happy with a real woman. Without, no, I'm not saying with a real, without a real woman, right? Um, the fatigue is still hitting me. I went to bed at daybreak this morning. Don't sound bite me on that. Lance said you'll never be happy with a real woman. And some LGBTQ guy come and cut it up and pose it. <laughs> I've had people do that to me. Watch the whole thing. But anyway, um, just wanted to say we got to go back to what we were, the tradition. When our families and our communities, which how are we going to have a strong community without a strong family? When our families come back together based on that union of male and female, man and woman who are fully committed, there's nothing that you can't overcome. There's no challenge that you cannot surmount and stick together and, and be transparent when you speak about your past experiences and and the things that bother you and the scars that you caught that you still might be healing up from, understood. It's b best to work on yourself, yes, but do, I, do we have to wait until we're 55, 60, 70 years old to say, okay, I am completely healed now? Because healing sometimes doesn't always happen right away. If you have a situation where, let's just make up numbers and we don't know, but say this particular situation is gonna take 10 years to heal up. But after four years of reflection and healing and meditation and therapy, you're very strong. You're not going to take what you took before, but you're strong enough to even go into a relationship. But it's your responsibility to say, hey, you know what? I still have this issue and I'm working on it. Can you handle me working on this issue? And can you handle being there for me as I completely heal up? You see what I mean? When you have the flu, you don't stay in the house and take medicine until you're completely healed. There's that day where you say, you know, probably in two days I'll be 100%. I'm going outside right now. You stay out for a little bit, get some sun, go back in. It doesn't have to be where, okay, everything's perfect. Because nothing's perfect. But if you're younger, I'll say this. Stop playing around with your body. Because it's more than just physical friction that make, feels good and that's it. You're creating a soul tie. You're wasting time in your teens and your 20s putting yourself in a situation where you may love your children but you have to be right first to undergird their emotional development 
Because even if you don't tell your children the things that, and of course you can have children in the early 20s, late teens if you're ready for that. Depends on the person, but I don't think that it's going to happen in the late teens where you're super balanced. In this world, the way it's twisted. And I'm not saying you should know you're wrong if you should, because every situation is different. I can't say. There's some women who are ready for marriage at 21. Can't see it any other way. They don't have to go out there and play and see what's out there. Because lots of times when you see what's out there and experience what's out there, you're really going to mess yourself up. Learn from other people's mistakes and misjudgments. Stop being so stubborn when to go out there because you will wreck yourself and wreck your life. Chances are with other immature people who are acting as though they're adults and can handle certain situations. But when the sugar honey iced tea hits the fan, you realize they're not the person that you thought they were. And there was no way of knowing what you wanted anyway because you never dated. You were never courting. You were never engaging in the marriage part. But aside from all of that, how many people here think that you can separate the intimacies from the emotions and carry on like that? You have a career woman or a MGTOW guy, men going their own way, their own way, and they say, well, you know, I'm not looking for love. I just need somebody to hang out with and have sex with every now and then. So what do you think is going to happen after a while? What happens, gentlemen, if that woman you're seeing, can you really compartmentalize your feelings and, and, and the connection that you build by being around this person, I can guarantee you, you may not initially be attracted to somebody, but if they're a nice person and balanced and show you respect, and you start having sex with them and spending time with them, and they tell you, well, um, I won't be able to hang out with you tonight, there's another guy I'm going to hang out with, and you're like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? You might try to act cool and be like, okay, no problem, but now you're going to get mad because you started to create those feelings. The same goes for a woman. This tough, I don't need the opposite sex kind of world is nothing good. And all I want to say is that when you do find somebody who you know may not be perfect, but they're committed to, to you, they've been there for you, and this is goes for the men and the women, do not nag your, your mate. Do not continue to put your mate down. Do not continue to emasculate or make the man and make the woman feel like she's less. Do not withhold intimacies and sexuality. Do not make it seem as though everybody else on the outside world is more important to you than that one that you have at home. Stop making your home a battleground. Stop nitpicking and learn how to communicate with the one who is committed to you. Because after a while, you continue to do this. You got to realize there's someone else out there in the world who would be glad to have that person, even though they may not be perfect, but they're trying. They may be glad to embrace them and spend time with them and say nice things to them, especially when that person is initially a loving person. So be prepared for a lot of heartache if you don't know how to treat the person you love, because everybody has their breaking point. When that breaking point happens, it's not going to be a thing where they announce it. You'll just see them gone. Because all the while, while you nagged them, put them down, didn't do them right, as though you had something to prove to them, or you're trying to gain the allegiance of the haters on the outside who have befriended you and act as though they're your friend and say, I just want to see you happy. But they really don't like what you have because what they have at home with their mate, they don't, they don't have anything, even though they pretend. We can go deep on this topic because there's a lot of factors involved. But try, and everybody has disagreements. But when it's something constant, 
years and years and years, prepare yourself. Because that doormat of a person that you walk on all the time that only wants to love you is eventually going to find love somewhere else. As a matter of fact, the universe is going to bring them love. You can lock them away inside the house all day long and think you corralled them off. But the universe is a, a funny thing. They may take a walk to the store and meet somebody. They may have a conversation with somebody at the bank or at the supermarket checkout line, not with the intentions of running off with them. But something will happen between them. And forget the fact if you're committed in a relationship. If you're committed, you're committed to being there for that person and uplifting that person and the both of you together coming together. If it's something where it becomes this kind of battle, it's going to happen. And when it happens with that person who has been neglected for so long, that feeling is going to be so sweet. And nothing will be impossible. That will make a man or a woman have a beautiful home with the one that's beating them down. And say, you know what? I'd rather live in a shack with a person who may not pick up after themselves as much, but to know that they love me. Now, women have their needs and they can speak on their own. But as a man, all a man wants is that person to come home to that's loving, that cares for them, that they can speak on what they went through for the day. Now, the man has to be this way for the woman. I know that. But I want the ladies to speak in the comment section about what they need and what they want. What are your needs, right? The intimacy is not just about sex, but it's nice when a woman gets to know your body and know what you like, even down to the specific fetishes because she studied you and the same from you to her. What you like, what, what gets you off. She knows me. She knows where I like my meals. She greets me with a hug. I greet her with a hug and a kiss. And you know what? Sweetheart, how has your day been? Let's escape into our own world of bliss. Let's have a place where the gossipers and the naysayers and the haters and your frenemies don't have a chance to get into the inner circle. Let's keep this thing protected. Let's keep this thing elevated. Let's keep this thing between us. And let's keep it as heaven on earth. Because that's the only heaven on earth you're ever going to have with your mate. You can create your own world and you can create a perfect world. And you both can work on it where it's something that brings you maximum satisfaction. Even when you're just there being quiet. Just relaxing. You communicate with each other even silently as you lay next to each other. You become a source of comfort for each other. But comfort is there for you. Because if you are a good person, I'm telling this to the women and the men, and you're involved with somebody who is dead set on breaking you down, don't feel guilty when your blessing comes. Don't reject it. Yes, and I'm saying it. I don't care if you have a piece of paper between you because if you have a piece of paper and they don't honor the fact that you went that far with them, what, what does the paper mean? What does the paper mean? You can go to the store and pick up some food that's in a package and they say, well, this is pancake mix inside. You can make so many pancakes out of this. You don't see inside, but you're taking this face value word. And you go home and you open up that pancake mix and realize it's concrete mix. Do you go on the surface, the paper that's holding it together? But now you see the inside and you're going to put that thing and try to mix it up with water and make pancakes out of concrete mix? So forget what man says. If a person is not committed to you anymore, it's open game now. 
So I tell you, don't fight and struggle within yourself. Well, I can't do this because of my status. No. Go where the greener pastures are. Now, I'm not saying go where it looks greener on the other side. But if you feel something coming at you because somebody else neglected you, do you think in man's law that they just say, well, you purchased this house and you didn't pay the mortgage for six months, but you purchased the house. We have a piece of paper. No, they're not going to let you stay in there. If you don't fulfill your obligation of paying the mortgage, guess what? You're going into foreclosure. So now people say, well, divorce, whatever. Divorce happens long before you go to the actual proceedings. Usually there's years and years of torture of holding on to an illusion of the promise that the person gave you that they never fulfilled. Well, if you can't fulfill this, what do you think I'm going to do? You go where your heart leads you. When the universe gives you something, you take it. If you're thirsty and someone doesn't want to give you any water, you're dizzy and passing out, somebody offers you water with a kind heart and not any hidden agenda and secret motivation, you drink, drink, drink to your heart's content. We're supposed to flow. We, we, we deserve this. Don't cut yourself off, but don't think you deserve it if you didn't work on yourself. Don't think you deserve it when you did a bait and switch on someone who came to you out of love and you had your traumas and things that you need to work on and you flip it and you inflict your pain on them because of an unresolved issue that you have with a past mate. That don't work. I'm just throwing different things out. I want to know how you think about this. The sun is going down. My light's not working. Come on now. Okay, it worked to that point. Let's see if we can make it go. Okay, wait now. Okay, good, good, good. That'll give us a little visibility, although you don't see it now. But as that light goes down, this one stays on. And again, I'm not going to stay too long. But these complexities that we have to deal with when we deal with fraudulent people who have come into our life in the name of love is very hard because it can turn into a physical ailment. We can have heart attacks. You know, we have people who go to the doctor, get checked up, everything is good. And then you figure out and you say to yourself, well, why did Harry die? So sudden, everything was checked up, but you didn't know Harry had a situation at home that was paining him. Harry didn't let you know, or even Harry didn't know that it would take him out overnight because of the matters of the heart. I think everything should be free flowing be transparent. If you're not ready for something, don't take it if you're not ready to feed it. Why am I going to take the plant in the pot that you've grown that's ready to be put into the soil but it's still in the pot? And I say, yeah, I'll take it. And I put it inside my house in a dark room and don't water it. Don't let it get any air and don't let it get any sunlight. Let somebody else who wants that plant take care of that plant. You see what I mean? So many of us are selfish in relationships where we don't give a damn what our mate needs. I'm not over my trauma and to hell with it. If he needs some type of intimacy and sexuality, I don't care. Well, when he comes home and he has another woman's juices all over his face dried up and his testicles are empty and he comes home and goes right to sleep and falls out in the deepest, sweetest sleep and he does this every day and doesn't approach you for anything, don't question why. There's a law of use and abuse or use or losing it. If you don't use it, 
and it was righteously brought to you, you're going to lose it. If you don't use it and maintain it, that's abuse. And so many of us are dealing with that type of abuse silently. And we don't see any way out. Because we are so decent that we don't want to do the wrong thing. There's nothing wrong. It's wrong with what has been done to you being neglected in that relationship. So you seek happiness. Don't look to be venomous. Unlock yourself from that situation, of course. But, you know, very seldom. And another thing, tell me this, because I asked you the question about sex and love and, and how it's all one. But how many of us have really... And I know we've done it, but often going from one relationship to the next for many of us has been like being in the nightclub and we hear the DJ spinning music and we're into the music, but then suddenly we hear another sound coming and a good DJ can match the beats. And more and more you see the original song start to fade out. And that new song is being faded in and you get a realization of what that song is and you like it. And you're like, whoa, this is the song that's coming. The DJ doesn't play the song and let it run out and sit there, okay, I'm going to play something else now. How's he going to keep you dancing? Well, most of the time in relationships, as one begins to fade somewhere, somehow another one begins to open up. What you didn't do for your mate, and I'm not saying you should just run out like that, no stay and try to work it out but when you have been trying to work things out say for a 10-year period you got no loving in 10 years you got no affection in 10 years they've treated you nice sometime but it's just and they don't care are you gonna live the rest of your life out like that i think not some do for the facade but you're not supposed to give a damn about the facade you're supposed to be happy you're supposed to make yourself happy and you're supposed to be the reason for you being happy but nobody should deny you any component of what you need to be happy if you tell me otherwise i'm gonna tell you you're dysfunctional anyway i'll save some for the show monday and i will do other videos and stuff this week and the sun's going down but i'm going to definitely touch on these uh deep topics because we need to have these discussions we can talk about the white man and the system and all that stuff. We need to deal with ourselves, right? We need to deal with those situations that bring us into that place of darkness and we think we can't come out, but we can come out. Like I said, the sun is always shining behind that cloud. And even when it's behind the cloud, it has rays just for you because when it bursts through, finally, the storm might be one day, it might be 50 days. When that sun hits you, those rays were just for you. Don't turn your back in this life for those rays that are for you. It's coming for you. It's for you. Sometimes we have to go through things to be able to appreciate what we have. And just like the old saying goes for me, this is my own personal saying. You have to understand and experience what's sour to appreciate what's sweet. And that, that came from Scurve. That hit me one day. It was back in the early 80s. Mid-80s. 84, 85. It just hit me. And it just stuck with me for the rest, for the rest of all this whole time of my life. That's my personal saying. So anyway, I just want to say salute to my brothers. Much love to my sisters. I love this journey that I'm on. And I love the shows that we had this past week. And I want to have more shows like that from the heart. We, and we will speak about the system, you know. But we're going to make it where we speak about all of our systems that we deal with. From us to the system 
the white supremacist system yes we're going to speak about that but we're going to speak about it in a way of healing and gaining the unity and coming together not just to say oh this is this this is that and not do anything to change it it's all about healing and that's one of the things i want to emphasize on this channel healing not cattiness not one man upmanship not trying to have a position of superiority over other people who are on the show and if you don't like this person get them off the show and all this and all that no that's the way things were becoming and i'm not having it like that anymore and now i see the numbers going up and i can see why it's a good thing but sometimes you have to go through stuff to understand what's around you and how to toss it out so you can function function on a full level maximized level the way you're supposed to right it's all about healing breathing deep laughing hard eating good food living good life and vibrating good with the people who want to vibrate with you because you can't vibrate with everybody there's certain people that you cannot allow in your life because they will smile and they will go to other people and say i don't know why he's treating me this way but these people know exactly why and if they want to say what they want to say keep them away from you because you know that to keep them out of your life you're fully functional and enjoying it and you don't have to deal with the weight of their insecurities or their traumas that they don't want to get over you know what i mean so anyway just want to say i love you all we're going to have some good good shows this week and if they get long fine if as long as it's substance but sitting there killing time nah people used to complain with it last man ain't nothing happening man why, 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 why are you doing a six hour show if it's good we're gonna do six hours if it's good we're gonna do 14 hours but if the energy drops after two or three hours, then why are you hanging on for? I feel so free the way I operate now. I have more time in my day. I get sunlight. Sometimes I stay up late. I didn't get much today, but I'm damn sure going to get a whole lot tomorrow. You're living life in balance. And when you're in balance, it would show on you. It'll wear and tear on you. But when you're in balance, you'll have boundless energy and you'll be at peace. Again, kudos to Sister Miko, who is in a very good place in her life. She's better than she's ever been before. She looks so healthy. She was glowing. And we all love her. We're glad to have you back. You never left. You just had things to deal with. And in dealing with it, look how she's glowing. And she will find true love. She will get that because she's worked on herself and she has much more of a clear mind. And things that come around you, Sister Miko, that may be toxic, you'll be able to spot it. That's just the way it is. But sometimes in our old mind, we weren't. So elevation comes from these experiences and may you all elevate and know that I love you all. Take care, like, share, and subscribe. Vibe with me, leave your comments. Leave in the comment section what type of shows or specific shows, because I go in with surgical precision, what you want us to talk about. And if you want to come on the show and talk, after I drop the initial load, then I'll open the lines for you to call and share with the world how you feel. As long as it's not venomous, and evil and, and whatever, you know, you can speak your mind. That's the way we do. Much love to you all. Take care. Lance Curve out. Mwah.
Yo, I pitch wisdom for the kisdom. Solid as a prism, keeps a funky rhythm. If I want it, I go and get it. My blood thicker than water. We up like a zipper. My jeans seems got ashes from the plane. I'm elevating and crashing in the bed. But instead, I hit my rooftop and watch the world go. Pen and ish inside my journal. Look up at the stars as I burn slow. Head to the veil over by shrouds. We in the house with the herbo. As I throw on my starter, once my ignition startup is go time. And we ain't even hit our prom in no time. In the city living, spending past our limits. Put my all up in it, only play to win it. What's the status quo? What's the scenario? Kicking mad flavor ass. We don't save a dough. Put them to the side like a page of dough. Cut them off clean like a tape of dough. Really think you dream until you wake up though. Everything is custom. If they don't want it, then them. If they ain't part of the process, can't trust them. Double cup and sipping, bought a new roll, eating true rose. Shorty. Fat like a sumo and I'm high off the you know Chillin' with the crew, playing Uno Trying to front, but it's cool though We on our way up, so it's kudos Trying to get the moolah, cop a tuto I need a big crib with a blue nose Step into my dreams like it's Euro Playing pool with the cool vibes by the poolside Shorty asked me what's my shoe size She think I'm too fly, but I'm really too high And I ain't with the rah-rah Hit her and tell her bye-bye Already got my nala Young Simba in the flesh on the high rise It's all about the commas and the Devils wear Prada, it's just another saga just another saga. Mental health check. Wallet on me check. Another day check. We put them in check. Spliffs on me check. Got it on deck. Checks on check. On to the next. Mental health check. Wallet on me check. Another day check. We put them in check. Spliffs on me check. Got it on deck. Checks on check. On to the check. 84, pull up out the lot slow. Not scroll, but the knowledge we got lots for. Kim tripping, I could too do the impossible. My legacy forever, but this body better rot slow. I do this for my kids, then my kids' kids. My kids' kids, and they kids' kids. Wonder one is who I'm is, is. Plus, I'm so upstate, you see it's tatted on my ribs, ribs. Okay, one plus one equals two, you knew that. Got that check, and your dumb blew that. You don't have a savings, cause you don't trust banks. But you can't talk money, cause your shoebox blank. Empty, bend on the edge, don't tempt me. I'd rather own less than be renting. Don't tempt me, buy the whole block, don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. Mental health check, wallet on me check, another day check, we put them in check, spliffs on me check, got it on deck, checks on check, on to the next, mental health check, wallet on me check, another day check, we put them in check, spliffs on me check, got it on deck, checks on check.